Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the north side of the San Francisco Bay to Singapore, welcome to Urban X Real Talk Fitness Radio with your host, business owner, lecturer, author, Master trainer, Tiaja, with over 30 years of experience in the health and fitness industry. He will challenge the fitness between your ears. So prepare your mind, body, and soul for the revolution of self-care, the evolution of fit, with real talk about real people, real health, real fitness, and the real deal behind our present illness culture. Real talk every time, all the time. Get weekly insights on how to shift your thinking, emoting, eating, training, hydrating, goal setting, and resting for you, the everyday athlete. You can cheat your fitness, but you can't steal your health flow. It's Tuesday, 9 a.m. Let's flow. So you're 53, 58, somewhere in there, and you look every bit of 30-something while your high school classmates look like senior citizens. You remember back to high school, you were the ugly duckling. Katie was the beautiful one, the cheerleader that all the boys flocked to. Now she looks like she could pass as your mother. The temptation would be to ask, what happened to Katie? But the real question one should ask is, what happened to you? You see, two people can be the same age chronologically, but can be decades apart biologically. Every year one seems to get a little fatter, slower, weaker, more inflamed. They can barely hear or see their hips go, followed by their knees. Until that great friend and amusing companion of your youth no longer has the energy to make it through the day, let alone dream. Once upon a time, they were the happy, enthusiastic, cheerful one. Today, they are the petulant one. Their once optimistic, bubbly conversation has been reduced to bitterness and negativity about what they can no longer do because they're too old. Welcome to Urban X Real Talk Fitness Radio, where we challenge the fitness between your ears. I'm your host, Tiaja. It is Tuesday, December the 5th, 2017, and on today's show, episode number 18, I will be taking you on a walk through the relatively new science of epigenetics. You know, we start to quote-unquote age by the end of our 20s, so once you turn 30, the quality of your life is up to you. You can just as easily make up your mind and tell your body to live as if you were much younger for the rest of your life, or you can accept the conventional wisdom which tells you that it's inevitable for you to grow old. But understand, you are the owner and the operator of your own human body, and by the age of 30, 40, and 50, you surely have been given enough time to learn something about it. For better or worse, it is you who is left in charge of this complex biological organism about which you may know little about, and yet it is you who will be instructing and inhabiting this body for another 50 years or so. The highly debated topic of nature versus nurture is one that still fulminates in scientific circles to this day. 
identical twin studies where one twin is raised in a separate environment from the other have shed some light on the impact the environment has on our DNA, but there are still questions. So allow me to share a little science with you. First, listen to the outmoded ideas about your body the way it's taught in medical schools throughout this country. I'll deal with just a few of them, but please stop me if you've heard these before. The body is a machine assembled from moving parts, and like all machines, it wears out over time. Now, I can't tell you how many times I've had to shout this kind of archaic thinking down, but here's my answer. Non-use helps keep a machine in pristine condition, but disuse leads to atrophy in your body. If you drive a car long enough, its moving parts are worn out by friction, but if you use a muscle over time, it gets stronger and more efficient. Let's move on. Number two, the body is at constant risk for contamination and disease, a hostile environment where invading germs and viruses are waiting to overwhelm its immune defenses. Now, there's no use arguing obvious facts. The problem I have, however, is with the idea of constant risk. It implies that you and I are just one small screw-up or choice away from illness, which isn't true at all. The fact is our bodies are extremely resilient, generous, and patient with us, which is why we can abuse them for years and they still function, albeit at a low level. Number three, cells and organs are separate from each other and should be studied separately. The fact that the body is a whole organism and not just the sum of its parts is not lost on Eastern medicine. Eastern practitioners have treated the whole body from the beginning of time, yet in Western culture, the need for a specialist for every area and function of the body is unique and frankly, extremely profitable. Enough said. Number four, random chemical reactions determine everything that happens in the body. The truth is, random chemical reactions rarely occur. This kind of thinking is a carryover from Darwinian evolution, whereby the belief is mutational events were once favored by natural selection because they increased the rate of survival. Well, the truth is most mutations have just the opposite effect, meaning they either cause irreparable damage or death. Number five, the brain creates the mind through a storm of electrical impulses combined with biochemical responses that can be manipulated to alter the mind. The idea that the human brain and mind are nothing more than semantic preferences and are thus interchangeable remains a key issue of debate. Mind, brain, and relatedly behavior brain continue to be the central issues in psychology and they remain the largest challenge in 21st century psychology as well. One last note on this topic. It is believed that memories are stored in brain cells even though no one has ever discovered how or where this occurs. Number six, nothing metaphysical is real. Reality comes down to atoms and molecules. Well, there's really no need to dignify this one, especially when 90% of the world's population believe in a human soul. Number seven, genes determine our behavior. They're like microchips that are programmed to tell the body what to do. Now, I'll answer this one solely with the science of epigenetics. Listen up. Our bodies contain approximately 50 trillion cells, and each one contains about six linear feet of DNA. 
Now, if I were to stretch that out, that would be the height of a very tall person. So how do we put something so immense into a cell that is 400,000 times smaller? The answer is our bodies wrap the DNA around clusters of proteins called histones. Now histones are like molecular spools and there are about 30 million of them in each cell. This combination of histones and DNA are called chromatin. And though chromatin solves the packaging problem that the cell has, it also presents a new one for the cell which is DNA accessibility. Because keep in mind that the functional units of DNA are actually the genes encoded it. There are the, they are the instructions for the cells, meaning they house the blueprint, which tells the cell what to do and what and who to become. And yet when these genes are packed into a chromatin structure, the cell is unable to read them. And they might as well not even be there. This is where epigenetics comes in. Epigenetics is the study of stable, heritable changes in gene function that do not involve changes in the DNA sequence. Let me put it in layman's terms. The Greek prefix epi in epigenetics implies features that are on top of or in addition to something. So epigenetics means a set of instructions that sit down on our DNA and our histones. Epigenetic marks are small chemical tags which sit down on our chromatin, which instruct the chromatin to condense or inflate. And those instructions can now affect how the cell reads the underlying genes encoded in the DNA. If the chromatin is condensed, for example, it prevents the cell from reading the underlying genetic material by obscuring it from the cell. This process is known as turning, turning or switching the gene off. The opposite holds true for other epigenetic marks that decondense the chromatin, thus allowing the underlying gene to be switched on. Now, these epigenetic marks are profoundly important to our biology. Consider, for example, what makes our cells different from one another. What makes them look and behave differently? What makes a muscle cell, for instance, look different from a neuron? After all, both a muscle cell and a neuron contain the same DNA, but it is their epigenetic instructions which tell them which genes to turn on or off. And with these modified instructions, these become very different cells. So when does all this epigenetic infrastructure get laid down over our DNA? Well, most of it takes place in the embryonic stage of development. When we were first conceived and were nothing more than a few undifferentiated embryonic stem cells, by the way, stem cells have the potential to become any cell in our bodies, our chromatin didn't have very many epigenetic marks on it. It was only after the cells began to divide and receive information from surrounding cells that the epigenetic marks began to accumulate, causing some genes to be turned off to become muscle cells, for instance, and some genes to be turned on to become neurons. Again, the same raw DNA material, but a totally different function. But here's where it gets really interesting. Epigenetic marks can be influenced by their environment, and I'm not just talking about the cellular environment. I'm also referring to the environment outside of the developing embryo. 
So, for example, the food mom eats or doesn't eat, or the or whether or not she smokes or drinks, or if she stresses at work or or at home, all of these things can be transmitted as chemical signals through her bloodstream to the developing fetus, where they get laid down as epigenetic marks that affect the fetus's own genes and thus long-term health. This has been demonstrated in scientific experiments for nearly a decade. Environment influences genetic expression. Now we can see how now we can see how alcohol or drug addictions not only happen, but how they damage the DNA by causing epigenetic changes. Think about this. Normal DNA damage is very frequent, occurring on average about 60,000 times a day per cell of the human body. But these damages are largely repaired, but at the site of the DNA repair itself, epigenetic changes still remain. So if we take cancer, for example, we can see how this plays out both theoretically and practically. In our bodies are cells called tumor suppressor cells, which do exactly what they sound like. They protect cells from becoming cancerous. But if too many silent epigenetic marks start to accumulate around one of these suppressor cells or genes, the genes get turned off and they can no longer perform their job of protecting the cell. What's interesting is that modern science has now developed drugs which target such silent marks, effectively, effectively removing them from the tumor suppressor genes and allowing these genes to go back to their job of protecting the cell. Now, this is a radical departure from traditional cancer therapies, and though synthetic drugs are still used, one day such alternative approaches could prove to be the best possible use of them. So rather than nuking an entire village of cells, as conventional therapies often do, the thought is to restore the cells back to its normal baseline of functionality, which in this case is to remind them of what they were designed to do, and that is to protect the cell from developing to a cancerous cell or other aberrant marks. Epigenetics has many and very potential medical applications. In 2008, uh, the National Institutes of Health announced that $190 million has been earmarked for epigenetic research over the next five years. In announcing the funding, government officials noted that epigenetics has the potential to explain mechanisms of aging and human development and the origins of cancer and heart disease, mental illness, as well as several other conditions. Some investigators think epigenetics may ultimately turn out to have a greater role in disease than genetics themselves. Now, if science adopts a holistic approach to the body, it will begin to see the wisdom that is already there, which demands that only disease cells are to be removed while healthy ones are supported or at the very least left alone. Now, I just want to take a moment to help you bear in mind that there are things you can begin to do today that can have a major impact on your epigenome for the remainder of 2017 and beyond. Number one, you can make healthier choices relative to what you eat. Number two, you can simply hydrate your body more. Number three, 
you can supplement your diet, particularly with picoionized magnesium. And number four, you can rest more, not just sleep. Though many Americans are sleep deprived, you need to rest. My suggestion is that you take a five minute meditation break each day to either breathe, sunbathe, walk in nature, listen to soothing music, stretch or laugh. Just five minutes. Now these small steps, though small, can have a profound impact on your health quotient. You no longer must operate under the assumption that your genes are predetermined by inheritance or set in stone, that you are simply going to age simply because the clock tells you or the calendar is telling you that you're getting older because you're not. I want to challenge each and every one of you to seize the opportunity that is before you so that you can positively impact your long-term health. I challenge you to put a down payment on your health for 2018 and allow your new year to start right here and right now. Dear friends, I wish above all things that you be in health and that you prosper just as your soul prospers. You have been listening to Urban X Real Talk Fitness Radio with your host, Tiaja. Please join us next week as we challenge the fitness between your ears. And don't forget to check out our website at www.urbanxfitness.net. Once there, feel free to drop us a line. You can leave us a comment or any question you might have regarding any of our broadcasts. You will also find our online store, the Urban Experience Fit, stores one and two, as well as our top-selling nutritional products, Cherry Minerals, Ion Magnesium, and Kiani products. And coming soon, our online bookstore featuring our upcoming release, The Ten Seeds, Planet for Health, along with other powerful authors and eBooks. Until next week, always walk in health and peace. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.